Hello and welcome to the Memos of a Millionaire podcast. It's me, Alicia May, and I am so excited to be here with you all on the road from zero to seven figures and beyond. I'm bearing it all. And if you're listening, then I'd love to hear from you. Come tag me on socials at I am Alicia May Coaching and let's connect. And well, if you're not listening, I feel sorry for you because this is where I bear it all and share my lived in experience scaling to success. And that Well, it's something you just can't buy. So let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Ah, We're back, we're back, we're back. And oh my goodness, today's topic is something I am passionate AF about. And I'm excited to dive in because I'm sure that it will pique the interest of many of you as well. But this is the first podcast I'm recording from a new location location, which is amazing. And to be honest, I wasn't sure what would happen with the podcast. I didn't know whether I'd have to take a little bit of a pause, whether I'd be able to navigate it, but I've been able to, and I'm glad I have, because what I'm going to talk about today was something that just felt really channeled, super, super intentional in terms of what I want you guys to take away. But also it has to be said, I think it has to be said. It's an area of the industry that I am so passionate about and that means a lot to me. And I've also had negative experience of. So Without skirting around it and trying to tease you and flirt with you any longer, I'm going to tell you what today's episode is all about. But remember, don't forget to come and tag me at I am Alicia May Coaching on Instagram. Let me know how you found today's episode. Do share. Let's get this shared far and wide. So today, what am I going to talk about? Goodbye, bro marketing. Hey, hey, flow marketing. See what I did there? Love a rhyme, don't I? So, oh my goodness. I don't know who needs to hear this, but bro marketing techniques are so outdated. And if you don't know what bro marketing is, I'm going to share a little bit of a synopsis, a little bit of my take on this. But it is simply not good enough now to use lack or scare tactics. Wow, let me put my teeth back in. Scare tactics (laughs) to get people to buy from you. False promises, illusions, Things that basically put people into fear in order to create a result, okay? And it just doesn't work anymore, yeah? So I'm sure we've all seen them, yeah? We've seen the cold DM slides that come in and tell you that if you continue running business the way you are, you're going to fail. And if you don't get this offer by this time, you're going to miss out. So generally speaking, There's a number of different things that, in my opinion, fall under bro marketing. And I think it can be summarized by these three things. Okay, so number one, a forced sense of urgency or scarcity. Yeah, but it's not actually needed. Yeah, FOMO, fear of missing out. Oh, my goodness. And a lack mindset. Okay, a lack mindset. And that's the most important thing here about all of this. So when you see marketing that has this kind of real sense of a false urgency or scarcity, it's the sense that it's always about to close. It's always going to be the last chance. The deal's going to expire. Spots are limited. And it's rare really for someone that's using this kind of technique to actually share how many people have already enrolled. And they probably will keep the cart open well past the close date because, just because, there's always an opportunity to buy if you're buying for a bro marketer. But they don't want you to know that because then they're worried that they're not going to get you in. In fact, it's the kind of sales pages that you see that are written in a way that 
always make you feel like you're just getting in on that special deal, that once in a lifetime opportunity when you buy now. But actually, they use this technique time and time again. And scarcity is an emotional trigger. Yeah. And when it's used correctly, it can be an effective strategy. It can. But unfortunately, bro marketing techniques use scarcity in a way that feels really inauthentic and out of alignment, which then leads people to feeling FOMO, right? FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. And if you don't buy now, then you're going to miss out on your one chance. Yeah. You're going to miss out on those stubborn things that are standing in the way and living your dream life. You're going to miss out on a community of like-minded people or access to content you've never seen or heard before. And you're definitely going to miss out on the chance to be a better person, to do better, to create better results. And of course, in human nature, there's nothing worse than being left out. Is there as social creatures, we thrive and survive in communities. So the use of FOMO in marketing is going to trigger that fear. It's going to trigger that element of us that we so desire. And sometimes what happens as a result of this is we panic and participate, even if we don't believe it's the best choice for us. So I've got a really great story about this, actually. It's one of my dear friends, and I won't share too much information because it's her story to tell. But she was pregnant with her second baby, And at the time, she wanted to join a mastermind, but she was unsure of the timing, saw loads of marketing around it. It's going to sell out. It's going to, the price is going to double, like all these different things. Had the call with the coach and the coach was like, look, come in. This is going to be your last chance at this price. Like, I know you're going to be pregnant, but you can catch stuff on demand. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. And my friend did want to sign up to the mastermind. She did want to be in the program. Like it wasn't that she didn't want to, but she was just unsure of the timing because of having a baby. And, you know, there was that part of her that was like, oh, you know, I I don't know if I can afford this when the price doubles, but is this the right time, isn't it? And in the end, she said, yes, she committed, she came in. But what then happened in the three to six months that followed was that she had a number of complications when she had the baby and things, of course, got a bit much for her and she had to take a step back and you know pause with that that program and that particular coach you know was really not very nice about this with her and not only was that a poor experience guess what she didn't change the price of it so she had told my friend if you don't come i'm going to double the price like as in the next round's going to be double you won't you know it's it's going to be more still to this day that same coach charges the same amount of money for that mastermind so it was false marketing techniques it was fomo to my friend at that time to come which is not on. Yeah, if you hear me talking about price increases or genuine limited spots, it's because there are. It's because my diary cannot fit another client. It's because my container fits a certain amount of people or it's a special time. And that is how to use it correctly. It is not to constantly put people in fear and lack, yeah? And then that leads me into finally, as I said, the thing that underpins all of this, the lack mindset. If you don't buy this, then you're going to stay in failure. You're never going to achieve your dreams. Yeah, it's really shame marketing, to be honest with you. You'll be okay with giving up too soon. And that's all on you. Yeah, that is all on you. Now, don't get me wrong. I love to use very polarizing terms in my content. I love to trigger. I love to activate, but always in an empowering way. There's a difference. There's a difference between slapping someone around the face and telling them they're a dick versus giving them a gentle push to say, if you carry on like this, you're not going to get what you desire. So how about you try this instead? Yeah, very, very different. And ultimately, right, it's the reverse psychology element almost of the buyer to the point where if they don't buy, 
they're reinforcing the buyer's negative mindset about themselves and the world. So that then becomes an excuse. So for example, it could be that you've eyed up another coach's program. You didn't sign up for it. You felt really guilty for not signing up for it because you were like, oh, have I missed my chance? Uh, And then when things start going wrong for you, you then go, well, it's because I didn't sign up to that program. And then that validates the negative mindset. It builds lack even more. Yeah. Now, you might be thinking this whole bro marketing stuff, I'm sure people you're listening to this going, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I've experienced this, I've seen it, I've felt it. And I'm going to put my big fat ugly hand up and say to you, right, vulnerably, I've even used some of these tactics when I was new in the game, new skin in the game, when I was working with a particular coach, even elements of last year, the front end of it, I was using some of these, but that's because that coach used them too, right? And I was trying and testing new tools. But I'll tell you one thing, and maybe there's going to be a whole separate podcast episode on this. Your business is your business. And I've got a lot braver in the last year to 18 months at saying no. Yeah. And I remember there being a very specific conversation with that coach at that time that said to me, right, let's go for 21 to one clients. And I said, no, I said, no, I said a flat no. I said, because I'm just going to recreate a diary that I had in corporate. And I didn't start my business for that. And that was the first time that I stood up and said, no, that doesn't suit me. But of course, naturally, I fell into a little bit of that trap of I'm paying this person a lot of money. I'm paying them thousands of pounds a month. I want this to work. I want to get results. Yeah. Also a little bit of I need to get results to pay you. So I was absolutely going to go hell for leather and try every single thing that that person wanted me to do. Of course I was. I wanted to, you know, come at it with an open mind. But what I personally realized there was that I wasn't living business on my terms and now I do. Okay. So for anyone that followed me back in the day that sees any of the things I'm talking about now and is like, oh yeah, apologies. I'm sorry for the past version of me that was excited and caught up in the headlights like a deer that adopted some of these strategies because it didn't suit me. And you get guess what happened? Oh, you wouldn't guess what happened, would you? It attracted unaligned clients. Yeah, I can almost certainly tell you that anyone that I've had a problem with, which by the way, is very few and far between. I've worked with thousands of people now, very few and far between, but the people I did, they were signed from a yucky energy. They absolutely were. And that came right from the start. Yeah, that came from the start. So Bro marketing, it's a problem. It really is. It's something that you'll you'll probably be even more hyper alert to now I've spoken about it. So why do people fall for it? Why do they? Why does it work? Why do people still use it? And the reason that I believe people fall for it is because it's built on the concept that you are triggering humans to respond with either fight or flight. Yeah. So either that they're going to be, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm signing up, I've got this, and they come in and they're sucked into the magic of bro marketing, or it's going to further validate their pain. And that fear of missing out, of being a part of a community, or even living up to their full potential. And these people, they know this, they know it. In fact, they've known it for so long. In fact, they probably even came into something themselves this way. And use different elements to sell dreams, deep-seated desires, forbidden fruits of capitalism. And okay, that sounds a bit intense, but basically, right, they're selling things that we all need, that we could all use or want every day, but in a way that's making you, that's actually forcing you to. So in order 
to create what I call flow marketing. Yeah. So bro marketing to flow marketing. This is oh, so juicy. So, so juicy. I believe that really there's some key principles to this. Okay. And I'm going to share this with you. Now, number one, right? Absolute number one, be in integrity and use honesty to your advantage. So if in a world of social media, other people are bragging about nearly sold out programs, super successful seven figure launches, courses, then why not get honest instead? Don't you think it would be refreshing to see someone that's like celebrating the one woman that's in my mastermind right now, but I know that you're going to want to be a part of this. Like I'm excited to welcome in the next woman. Yeah. The honesty is not only going to be refreshing, but quite often appreciated because especially when it comes to people spending their money, they want to work with someone that's in integrity. Yeah. So next time you find yourself wanting to white lie your way through a launch or a sales page, yeah, where you want to say, woo, celebrating the people that have signed up when no one's fucking signed up, or that you want to falsify your marketing in any way, shape or form, even if it's just slightly bending the truth, why don't you consider honesty as the best policy, integrity? And if it doesn't boost your sales immediately, just remember it's going to boost the respect that you gain. It's going to earn trust. Yeah, it's going to earn trust. It's going to create a safe space for your people. Right now, in relation to this transparency. Don't confuse people. Yeah, stay away from this flowery, wishy washing here and there messaging because transparency is a breath of fresh air. Like, when was the last time, be honest, right? When was the last time that you came across a hyped up program or a product and the description was a mile long? Like, so, so long. Like, you keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and another testimonial comes up and this comes up and yeah, buy my program and XYZ, clickbait. And the refund policy, yeah, or questions about what, you know, might be wrong or if I need to go anywhere, that kind of thing it's hard to get hold of. You can't find it. Yeah. And again, confusion is genuinely a tactic that's used to distract people from the obvious lack of quality and push them to buy, buy, buy instead. It's why, right? And I'm going to say something very bold and brave here, but I don't give a fuck because you know me, right? I, I will have an opinion in industry and I'm going to say it. I can name, and I'm not going to because it's to me, it just doesn't feel right to, but I can sit here confidently and name at least three to five very high ticket, successful millionaire coaches that have group programs, especially group programs that are renowned, that I know at least 10, 20, 30, 50, 70 people have done or are a part of that came into it because it's such a fucking hype and it's such a buzzword, but it's shit. It's basically crap. They feel like a number, not a name. They don't get results. Yeah, they don't get time on calls to go around. They don't get the space held for them. Yeah. How many people have done that before? They've joined something that was totally hyped up and actually it was a bit shit. It was a bit disappointing, right? Yeah. That's because that Chinese whisper, that building, that bragging, that connection, like your reputation, right, can go one way or another through the buzz. And I think what we're going to start to see happen in the industry, and in fact, I've seen it happen in particular with a couple of people that I've I've been observing is they're going to come unstuck because if you are out of integrity if you are creating offers 
that don't focus on quality and only focus on quantity of money that you can fucking make or people that you can get in, you're going to come unstuck. And this is why I am so passionate about being human led and human centered in my business. Like I would never take on hundreds in a mastermind because I can't hold space for them. At the moment, my six figure sisterhood mastermind is for a maximum of 15 women because I know that it's high ticket. It's elite. I can give them time, love, attention. There's always space on calls for us to be held in that container. It's the same with my one-to-one clients. I'll take a limited amount of them at the moment because I know what best serves my energy, but then more importantly, theirs as well, the energy and the results they're going to create. I'm not going to take thousands of pounds of your money and give you a half-assed fucking service, am I? And you shouldn't either, yeah? So watch out for that. Remember, that transparency transparency is going to create trust and more rapport than any long-winded sales page ever could. Than any long-winded pitch, any fancy marketing. Trust, yeah? What is it? What do people need to know? How do you want them to feel? What do you want them to do? And who are they going to be as a result of this work? Really important. And then finally... Oh my God, it has to be said, it kind of relates to the things that I've just spoken about, right? Lead with value, lead with your mission, lead with what matters to you. Because integrity, in my opinion, is more than just honesty. It's the opportunity for you to define yourself and live by a moral code or a set value that you have. Integrity is you keeping to your word, aligning with yourself, with the highest standard of being and not cutting corners for a quick win. Yeah. And that's the difference between me and them. That's the difference between you and them, them being the bro marketers, is that the value comes last for them. Yeah. They'll follow a sales framework, a technique, a five-step program that capitalizes on coercion instead of a service mindset. How does that feel for you? Because serving, if you're leading with service, everything follows. Yeah, everything follows. I know in Q1 of this year, I could have made a fuck ton more money than I did. I know I could have done, but I'm not mad about it. Do you know why? Because I very intentionally decided to strip it back to focus on what I already had, to elevate client experience, to up-level the content in my spaces and places. And it doesn't surprise me that as a result, my client results have been magnetic, yeah? I've had clients that were due to finish contract that re-signed. I've had a higher calibre of client come into my world because I focused on service first, yeah? Of course, it would have been easy to throw out another shiny offer. Of course, it would have been easy for me to just keep on talking about the same stuff I have and to not go in and press pause and reflect and take stock and make changes and listen to feedback. Yeah. As you grow, your business should grow with you as the demands and needs of your clients grow. It should too. And this is exactly why 80% of my current clients that are working with me have been with me more than a year. Now, why do you think that is? It's not because they need me, yeah? It's because they grow with me and I grow with them. I enable them to continue to grow with me if that's what they want to do. And when they don't and they go, I let them go with love. And I have the human element of I miss you, I love you because I build such fucking special relationships with these women. But they have the opportunity, should they wish to, to continue to elevate 
to continue to grow, to continue to go to new heights and new places, to continue to be supported. Yeah. So bro marketing or flow marketing, what are you using currently? Yeah. What are you using currently? Be honest. I'm sure that we've all, I say we've all, it's a loose term, but I think I can pretty confidently say we've all at some point either been exposed to it we've fallen for it ourselves yeah even if we don't talk about the coaching industry and we go back to you buying no more nails because you saw the adverts on tv and it was like oh saves you the work and does this and does that and you hung a picture frame up with it and then it fell off the wall and it was shit yeah maybe you've had that kind of experience maybe not i don't know but whether you've sold like it yourself or you've been sold to like it i think we can all resonate with what that feels like and that's why you can see stepping away from the tactics of lack mindset, of FOMO, of a false sense of urgency or scarcity, and instead leaning into being honest, yeah? Having clarity in your messaging, stop confusing everybody and leading with values. Integrity is more than honesty. It's an opportunity for you to live by a moral code, your value set, yeah? So, you can do that in your day-to-day life, but watch what happens when you do that in your marketing, yeah? Of course, I'm a business. Of course, you're a business, probably, if you're listening to this. We have got to sell in order to survive. It's fact, right? We're here to make money. But I do not wake up in the morning and go to myself, I've got to make money today. I wake up in the morning and focus on what it is that I'm selling And I ask myself, what do my ideal client need to hear? Yeah, what is the most exciting, energetic, magnetic thing I can share about this offer today? I want to lead with fun. I want to lead with flow. I want to sell in a way that feels good for me. And guess what? If no one clicks on that link or buys that thing or DMs me about it, does it mean that I failed? No. Does it mean that there's anything wrong with my marketing? Not necessarily. Yeah, people are quick to say, oh, but I've spoken about it on stories three times this week and no one's bought it. And they think there's something wrong with them. There probably isn't, but repetition is so important. Different people see things at different times. So no more room for bro marketing, only flow marketing. Who agrees? Do you agree with me? I believe it's the only way, personally. I really, really do. Yeah, I really, really do. And you can guarantee that if you're selling in that way as well, you're going to attract a different level of client. You're going to attract people that are self-starters, that are self-led, that are your vibe and that want to work with you because you've not forced them to. They've come in through a really super clean energy if they've come in from flow, yeah? They've not come in from a place of panic buying or that falsified nature of missing out. So lean into this, just start to notice it around you as well, feel in, feel in. And as I said, there is a real difference because FOMO and scarcity can be used in a powerful way and it can be an empowering way, especially if it's in if it's true, as I said to you, if you've only got limited spaces and you really want people to, to not miss out on them, that's okay. But just be aware of this, yeah? So thank you for tuning in. Loved this episode this week. So, so juicy. It's so, so good. If you enjoyed it too, I'd love to invite you to share it to your Instagram stories. Tag me, come and DM me if you'd rather be silent in the background, but let me know how it was. I would love to hear from you. I always love to hear from you because the podcast for me is very much a passion project, you know? It really is. I love connecting with you all. I really do. And it just feels so good to be able to share my wisdom, my knowledge, my experience of being in the industry, my opinion as well. 
with you and I hope it helps yeah because this is what this podcast is for it's 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 to add value and to give back to the people in my community that I love so much and that I'm so grateful for so thank you for tuning in I really appreciate you being here and it's almost over but it's not quite over because I just wanted to drop in and share with you all that coming up in the next couple of weeks or so I'm going to be launching the most incredible four-day immersive event called the Big Money Shift. It's going to be huge. Now, some of those that followed me last year or were clients last year will remember an event that I did called Be Magnetic and it was over three days and it was a real immersion of mindset work and energetics. Now, I've created the most incredible immersion event around money mindset. Yeah, we're going to be going in, we're going to be changing neural pathways, we're going to be going in and doing deeper work on money trauma and money history, and enabling and activating the most abundant timeline yet. That's why it's called the big money shift, because it is going to be a huge shift, not only on the internal but to create the external results, yeah? So the event itself is going to be the beginning of June, but I'm going to be launching out spaces in the next couple of weeks for it. But what I wanted to do, because, you know, I love to give you guys a little little extra something, something every now and then, is if you DM me the words big money shift now, I'm going to give you an exclusive pre-sale price for it, okay? The pre-sale price, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? The pre-sale price is going to be a quarter of the full ticket price, okay? And it's going to be less than £100. So if you're like, Alicia, money is the juju I need and I want to shift through this shit and create so much expansion. If you know what my events are like, if you know the energy, then you're going to want to come and inquire about this because even when I launch it at Early Bird it's not going to be this price. So little gift, little head start. And if you're listening to this later, then still come in and DM me the words big money shift. Because if you're a podcast listener and you get this late and it's either already happened the event or indeed it's coming, then still send me this this free word code and I'll give you a special for being a little podcast listener. So thank you for tuning in. Have a lovely rest of your day and I'll see you on next week's episode.